Hey y'all, I'm Kara, and I love rom-coms. Hey, I'm Ro, and I love a man in a mask. Ooh, they are good. Oh, but you know we both love a nice cup of tea. Ooh, piping hot, a nice oolong perhaps. Mm. And this is... Just Kiss Already! Hi everyone! Did you miss me? I'm back! Hi! <laughs> I'm so sorry everyone. <laughs> Don't apologize. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll do it more. Hi everyone! <laughs> uh, but hey, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Just Kiss Already. You may have noticed that we've got a little bit of a different title, a little bit of a different voice in the opening. Um, so I would like to introduce my good friend Ro is here with us today, joining us. Hi hello. Ro. Say hello to the people. Oh my god, hi people. It's, <laughs> I, I didn't know what you guys were called, so I'm just going to call you people for now. They the don't, squad. we've yet to, yeah, we don't really have a, we, I, I feel like we've briefly been like, kissers? No, it's kind of weird. Mm. <laughs> Make guys, a little kissy sound. Make but... a little kissy, they just go, mm. You guys let us know if you've got an idea for what yeah. you would like to be. Uh, but for now, you're just, hey, you're just, hey, you're listeners. We love oh you. <laughs> um, but go ahead. Yeah, introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Ro. I'm one of Kara's friends. That is true. Uh, yeah, I don't really have much going on. That's fair. <laughs> I'm just here to talk about some stuff that I'm passionate about, and yeah. I'm happy to be here. Exactly. That's That's what we want here. Um, so, like I said, you may have noticed this episode has a little bit of a different title than usual. Um, that's because I'm starting a new series here on Just Kiss Already called The Deep End. Dun, dun, dun. And basically, thank you. That was, wow, that was great. That was exactly what, that's, that's such a dun, dun, dun. I need a little lean. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little fade out. Yeah, did y'all hear that? I, 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 I do my best to, uh, to please. Yeah. <laughs> We appreciate you for that. Thank you. <laughs> <gasps> so hard. <laughs> um, but basically what the deep end is, uh, is that we are going to be tackling big series that have lots of characters, lots of fans, lots of lore kind of going on in them. Um, series that might not necessarily be directly about romance and talking about the many representations of romance within them. So, you know, Harry Potter's got a lot of ships going on. That story's not about everyone kissing, but people do kiss. And that's what we're here to talk about, <laughs> is the kissing, or the not kissing, or the characters that we really wish they had kissed and they didn't. And the, the characters that did kiss, kiss they, that we wish they didn't. God, they should not have. Uh, so to start us off, the first show we're going to be talking about is... Avatar The Last Airbender. That's right! A personal favorite I know of mine and of yours as oh, well. Yeah. And of, I'm sure of many of our listeners. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender is a great example of a series that I feel like when it first came out, I feel like like when it was airing, it had like a relatively good amount of traction, obviously, to stay on the air and to continue making episodes. Um, but I feel like it wasn't until later, after it had kind of finished, that it became the phenomenon that it is now. Um, and I don't know if that has any, like, good fact behind it, like, if that's true or that's just kind of me and other fans' perception of it. I would agree with that a lot, especially, yeah. like, the like the 
I want to say return to streaming services of it as well, made it a lot more accessible for people who maybe yeah. didn't get to watch it in the first place. Yeah. And then the internet having a lot more traction on this sort of like fandom idea for yeah. uh, properties that weren't just like the big shows of the time that yes. also came out like Supernatural was around that time as well, 2005. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially because back then, like, kids weren't on the internet they are now, so mm-hmm. even, like, newer, younger fans can now have these interactions that weren't possible back at that time. Yeah. So I think you're completely right with this kind of, like, resurgence idea making yeah. it a little bit, perhaps, bigger or more international than it might have been before, yeah. considering it was just a syndicated yeah. animation project. And I'm sure it also has a lot to do with the, um, you know, it's, it's, one, it's a great example of a show that came out when our generation was kind of, like, at the age growing up and experiencing it. And then later on, it has it is still a series that our generation loves a lot. But because we were now old enough to like talk, I guess, more about it, analyze it more in depth, and also kind of like make all of this content on the internet that I totally wasn't making when I was like, I don't know, twelve. Uh, though I'm sure many twelve year olds were as as me. I was yeah. reading content when I was twelve. So, <laughs> but like it's 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 become bigger because we are also older and have more, I guess, power in that in that way to like actually talk about it. So we're just going to be talking a little bit about um, the romance that we saw on the screen in Avatar The Last Airbender, as well as the other romance that definitely exists around the show. All of the ships, if you will, the fandom, if you will. Um, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Yeah, so I guess without further ado, let's get into it. Hell yeah. So I would love to know, uh, what is your like personal experience with Avatar The Last Airbender? Did you grow up on it? Are you, what's your, what's your, what's your background? (laughs) Ah, my personal love story with Aang, The Last Airbender. (laughs) Oh my god. I was a Zuko girl, I'm sorry. Fair, fair. Um, Understandable. I grew up watching the show when it first, like, around when it first came out. Mm-hmm. It was the thing that my dad and I bonded over. Because oh. when I was little, I was a princess kid. Yeah, yeah. And my dad's very manly man, so he <laughs> did not like any of those movies. Oh. But I loved, like, the world of Avatar. Yeah. And my dad kind of appreciated, like, the storytelling and the art mm-hmm. of Avatar. So that, we, that was the show that he and I would watch together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got, we started watching it when the second season had just come out. And we had just gotten a DVR, and I remember this. Oh. So he recorded the sh- the ones that got played later at night of the oh. first season for me. And we'd sit and we'd watch them together. Oh. And so now that I've grown up and it's come back to, like, Netflix and stuff, uh, that's, like, another th- way that kind of we've bonded now that I've left the house. Yeah. Is that when I come home, him, my stepbrother, and I, because uh, he also was a similar age when it came out. Oh, cool. Uh, and he watched it. We all watch it together and talk about it. Yeah. So we'll watch a couple episodes at a time and then, yeah. Yeah. How did you get into it? How do you like it? Uh, similar, actually, similar in a way. I, it was, I, like, found it at some point when it was on TV. I'm pretty sure it was during the first season because I'm pretty sure one of the, the first episodes that I remember watching was, like, one of the earlier ones. Um, but so I started watching it just cause like, I, I, I remember distinctly, I really liked the way that they animated their facial expressions. Oh, like so I remember, good. funnily enough, of all episodes, The Great Divide, <gasps> there's one where Aang just like, he has this big smile on his face. I remember that. Yeah. It's so good. It's so, so I just, I just remember watching it and like seeing that. The and cactus episode. Yeah. Doing the wiggly wigs. It was oh. just, it was, it was so 
it, for me, I like saw that and I was like, oh wow, I really like this. And so then I started keeping up with it. And then I found out that my brother also mm -hmm. really liked it. So then it became something that me and my brother would watch together, especially as it got into the later yeah. seasons. Like I remember we used the DVR and we recorded like the final four episodes oh. and we watched them all. Um, cause I remember me and him had to talk about like, are we watching that now? Like, cause we, we needed to watch it together. You have to. Um, yeah. The epic last battle. Yeah. Oh, I could talk about that forever. <laughs> oh. That's, that's for the, the just fight already podcast. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, I could talk about fight scenes Stay tuned day. for the spinoff. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I grew up on it and, uh, it was one of my favorite shows growing up. I definitely remember like being with my cousins and like playing Avatar, like being like, okay, you're gonna be Katara and like Kevin is Zuko and I'm my own OC that's also the Avatar. <laughs> Cause you that's know, how it works. you know, that's how it works. Yeah, you always wanna be the Avatar. Yeah. You never wanna be the non-bender Earth, exactly. Earth Right, you don't just wanna be the freaking this guy. No. Just there. <laughs> it's not fun. Uh-huh. Um, but then I definitely remember re-watching it uh, like when I was in college. Um, and then I recently rewatched it again on Netflix with uh, a friend of mine who he had seen a couple of the episodes, but he had never really watched it in full. So I watched it with him and I got to like experience him seeing it for the first time. So that was really fun. Um, oh, I also did the same with my roommate. She similarly had like, I don't know, I don't remember if she'd seen episodes or she hadn't seen any at all, but so I watched it with her, got to experience yeah. her first. I love watching a show for the first time with someone who hasn't oh, seen it's it. So good. It's so fun. Um, she she was so funny, my roommate, because she really did not like how Sokka looked with his hair down. <laughs> so every time his hair was down, she'd be like, put it back! <laughs> and then my my other buddy, Ryland, who I've talked about mm -hmm. a little bit before, he he really loved all the adults of the show, especially oh, like yeah. Boomy. And so that was really fun, because I remember the first time I watched it, I was a kid. So I obviously related to the children of the show a lot more. But upon re-watching it back, I've fallen a lot more in love with some of those adult characters that I really just didn't pay any mind to when I was younger. So it's been really fun to like recontextualize it upon different re-watchings throughout my life. And it's definitely one of my favorite series out there that exists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is. It is one of mine as well. It's yeah. it's one of the few ones that I genuinely will will watch any episode if it's on. Yeah. Like I even the filler episodes are They're honestly oh. like not even filler. Tales of Bossing Say That is to this that day, is I will sob so when I like, hear the leaves from the vine. Like that's I'll falling. fight anyone who calls that a filler episode because it's literally not. Episode. It's literally not. There are plot points made. It's not. Everyone shut up. Canonically, <laughs> it is the best episode. Yeah. IMO. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about no. that. We're here to talk about who's kissing who. <laughs> exactly. They fight with their lips sometimes. Yeah. So let's let's start by talking about what actually happens in the series. Yes. So obviously, uh, I feel like the 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 biggest, most foremost relationship that we have is Aang and Katara. Yeah. Katang, if, if you, you will. will. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you feel about Katang? Were you I, vibing with that? I was vibing with that. Oh, I kind of really? enjoyed the. Uh, I'm a big fan of a guy who just really loves his wife. So him just really being like, this is the woman for me. Yeah. And then being him kind of being like, I'll wait. I'll wait till she sees me for who I am and mm. what I can give her. She sees me as a little kid now, but I'm going to be tall. I'm going to be tall. I'm, I'm going to be, be cool. tall. I'm going to be cool. Uh, she'll have to look up to look me in the eye. And that, that's when she'll get it. <laughs> um, 
But also just kind of appreciative that, like, he wasn't the creepy trope that we see a lot as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. With, like, guys who have crushes on girls, when they stick together in, like, that kind of trio. Yeah. He was like, ah, friend time now. Yeah. Um, I also just loved their whole sort of, um, energy together, the way they went back and forth, Mm -hmm. you know. And I love that also that they didn't let Sokka be the third wheel a lot, as you see. Yeah. Um, I just loved them together, perhaps. They are one of my more favorite couples, I think. What really? You, yeah. I, I, it's, it's a hot take, I know. I was gonna say. I just, I enjoyed the way that she helped him grow up, because I feel like that was a big arc for him as well, yeah. is that understanding that, like, yes, he is still young, and yes, he unfortunately has responsibilities, but yeah. they don't negate each other. You can still be childish at times and responsible at others. Yeah. And I feel like her sort of, uh at times maternal responses to the things that he did that were childish kind of taught him how to grow up in a way that he didn't receive yeah. being the avatar in a monastery full of these monks. Yeah. Um, at least that's my take from what I've seen of, you know, Fair. from what we've seen of his childhood, you know. Yeah. Especially because he got separated seemingly by his peers or kind of got ostracized mm. after it was announced and after he got his tattoos and stuff. So I think that... Her treating him kind of like a guy for most of the time kind of helped him reconcile with himself. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Katang? Because like, um, so the first time that oh, I watched please. the show, I was not a fan. Yeah. Um, not really for any particular reason. I feel like, uh, because I know there was kind of a lot of people who really liked the Katara Zuko thing, yeah. and so because of that, they hated the Katara Ang. I didn't really like Katara Zuko either upon first watching. <laughs> so I I think... Did you just want Katara for yourself? <laughs> you know, listen. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I guess maybe it was, it was because I was much more interested in everything else that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, there, there were a couple episodes that like, even upon rewatching, I'm like, mm, I don't like... Eh. Like I think of the... Um, the fortune teller one yeah. is one where I was kind of like, I'm freaking stop it. Like, yeah. don't do that. Like, um, and then there's also like when they, the, the whole, the play, oh, he's like, we kissed. Oh <laughs> like, well, um, watching it later, I wouldn't necessarily say it's like, oh my God, it's one of my favorite ships, but I see it much more. I, I see a lot more of the things that you're talking about upon rewatchings and I am fine with it. Um, I would not say I necessarily go out of my way to enjoy Katara and content or anything yeah. like that, but I I see why it works and I I I I like it. I think they're good yeah. together. Um, I want to say to defend myself real quick. Fair. They're not my favorite ship like across media. It's like they're my favorite canon ship across media. Oh, a lot of the ships that I like aren't canon. Yeah, fair. Honestly, reasons. insane. But for my for canon couples, especially for like the like animated shows and like yeah. kind of kids yeah. oriented media, they are one of my favorites. Yeah. I think but that that is also so something right. worth saying is I'm not a huge canon ship person too. <laughs> Yeah. I, and it's not even that I dislike canon ships. No. I just kind of don't care. And maybe it's because they got their screen time. So I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm a huge fan of non-canon ships oh, anyway. Oh, the straights win again. <laughs> oh, this is so new. Oh my god. Oh, the main guy likes the main, main girl? girl? That's insane. That really powerful guy likes this really powerful girl. That's crazy. They, they met 
I like they met Ives the first time they met and he knew he liked her and they got together in the end insane yeah never saw it coming I will say I don't think this the series would change for me if instead of being romantic they had just been friends like I don't think that would have made it any better or any worse for me um which I feel like kind of sums up my feelings on the relationship it's like I'm fine with it it's there it's whatever um but it's not really like a like I'm you know you wouldn't you wouldn't cry at night if they never got together. Yeah, if like they a hadn't, lot of people did with Zutara. Yeah. Like cool. if they hadn't kissed, that wouldn't have changed anything for no. me. Um, I actually, when I was younger, I used to be very much like I really did not like the fact that they ended the show on their kiss because to me that felt like putting it in such a spotlight that I felt like was not the thing that should have gotten the final like spotlight. No, no, you're on. I agree with you because <laughs> I wanted more of the interactions of the group as a whole now yeah. with Iroh. I'm like. I want Iroh and Aang to hang out because they never really right? got to hang out. I yeah. want Toph and Zuko to have their little like field trip or whatever. They never got to have yeah. that. I'm fine with the fact that they kissed. That's yeah. fine. I, I do very much kind of wish it hadn't been the show ender. I wish yeah. that it had kind of been more of a moment and then we got to see a little bit more of like yeah. the banter or whatever, whatever else. Like them coming out onto the balcony with them and saying yeah. something like, oh, ha-ha, lovebirds or whatever. And something. then like we had another larger interaction. Yeah. So... But it's fine. Katara yeah. and Aang, fine. Fine. You guys are fine. I would probably say the next, like, big ship would, a canon ship, this is, would be, like, Sokka and Suki, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that first starts, they meet at Kyoshi Island, mm-hmm. of course, and then it's, that's, like, that's a whole theme for the episode, honestly, <laughs> is that, A, Sokka learning that uh, girls can kick his ass, and, and being down for and that. And being getting down. Into, and the fact that he had a little drag queen moment. Oh, love true. Love that for him. But, the, like, the fact that they are interested in each other. And I think that also makes sense because they're both, like, I want to say, like, 13, 14. And they're both, like, the leaders of their respective kind yeah. of groups. So they so, kind of understand each other as well. Whereas Aang and Katara, even though it's not a lot of age difference, but I would say, you know, Aang and Katara are, like, 12 and 13 or 14. I don't remember yeah. how old Katara is. But they're closer on the teenage spectrum that it makes sense for me that the day that they meet is also their, like, she kisses him oh on the God. cheek. Like, they're, you know, they're, they're teen. so they've got a little bit more um it makes sense that they kind of fell into each other a bit quicker um but then we kind of get to see that throughout the uh rest of the series of like oh your little girlfriend and like all that Uh, and then of course we get the um the serpent's pass episode where she goes with them and it's like a whole thing um, what are your what are your feelings on Sakasuki? Oh, big fan, big yeah. fan. Once again, like I Same. said, I'm a fan of a guy who loves his wife. <laughs> and Sokka just being uh, the Boiling Rock episode is perhaps my favorite episode of them. Oh god! Because he a he, they reunite yeah. after the failed invasion. They have that whole moment where he's like, "I've been coming for you this whole time." They have that whole moment where Azula is like, "Oh." Or is that is that boiling rock yet? Yeah. Or uh, I know that bef- if I remember correctly, if you're talking about where she's like, oh, she cried for you. Yeah, that's bef- that's during the failed invasion. Okay, that's during the invasion, yeah. and then boiling rock is of course when he sees her. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. They infiltrate to get Sokka's dad, yeah. and Suki's there, and she has that moment where she they're like they start the riot, and she jumps up and she's running across these guys' heads and comes up and gets the war, and he's just like, that's my girlfriend, <laughs> and he's just so proud of her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like that really kind of also shows off that his respect for her, which I appreciate as well. Yeah. Especially, you know, I, we know we, sh- we see it in that first episode where she kicks his ass. And, oh, of like, course. She teaches him stuff. 
but seeing that, you know, he has maintained this level of respect, and if anything, it has grown for her as an individual. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And we also get, because Sokka himself as a character kind of has a whole, a whole arc of, like, you know, being the sole male of his family mm-hmm. after the, the tragedy and his dad leaving, and then, like, feeling this need to protect his family as well as his sister, then also encountering Suki, someone who can protect herself very well, but also kind of having to grap- grapple with, like, he, too, still wants to protect her, and, like, that whole dynamic of everything. That's, honestly, like, I... The entire time that Sokka and Suki were happening, I was I was happy with it. I really yeah. liked their first meeting. I really liked all, everything that happened with it. They didn't really have that much... Um, like screen time? No, no. I wasn't going to say... I mean, yeah. I, I was going to say they didn't have that much, like, um, conflict within their relationship. Yeah. But the one that they did didn't... It, it didn't make me be like, oh my god. Like, it, it, it felt like, yeah, of course we yeah. needed to see this. And then it was often resolved kind of quickly anyway. So... There was at no point where I was, like, angry at them or or even, like, happily angry at them as I love to be with rom-coms where oh, you're yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm, oh, I want you guys to kiss already, but I'm having a great time. <laughs> um, it was more of, like, an easy kind yeah. of, like, everything of, about them felt natural and easy. Um, even if it wasn't necessarily, of course, because a lot of it didn't happen on screen. Yeah. But... I loved it, and I especially loved the fun little moments we had, like when Suki was traveling with the gang, and like the whole tent one. Where Zuko goes into the tent. Are you going to see? No, I'm not going to see Sokka. You can. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Hello there. Sokka's also one of my favorite characters, oh, so yeah. like uh, his relationships, I think, were always just like ten good out of for ten. me. I just wanted him. I just want him to be happy. Yeah, Sokka be happy. Life. Yeah. Though Suki, of course, wasn't the first relationship that we no. see with Sokka. The first one would have been Sokka and Yue up at the Northern Water Tribe. Yes. Yeah. That relationship, uh, I feel like, is one of the most beautiful things Avatar really did with um. the series. Because for the few the few episodes that Yue was in, she had a profound impact on not only like the group as a whole, but kind of the show. Yeah. Um, and I loved the way that they sort of had that relationship, that sort of Romeo and Juliet class divide, yeah. uh, breaking up the arranged marriage yeah. for her to sort of be a hero and understand sacrifice. Because mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest things that, like, that show did well as well, is, like, understanding the true measure of sacrifice. Yeah. And having it be the princess of the Northern Water Tribe in this horrible moment of, like, war and then you see like Sokka's reaction when they realize that they've lost her Mm -hmm. and the fact that he kind of keeps her with him throughout the series as well because a lot of times they'll just drop it uh but he like remembers her you'll see him in scenes looking up at the moon and uh oh the swamp that one always gets me the the hallucinations of the swamp but especially the one between Sokka and him seeing the vision of Yue or it was it even with the swamp we don't know it that could have actually been her spirit yeah but I don't think it was, because I don't think she would have said those things to him. No. Yeah. Um, Yue herself was such a strong character. Yes. Like, characterization-wise, but also, like, you know, to to choose to sacrifice yourself for the good of others at such a young age. Yes. What a... Just wow. Um, 
She got to be the moon, though. It's pretty cool. Yeah, she got to be the moon. She was the yeah, moon spirit. That's pretty sick. That's pretty cool. I mean, if I if I <laughs> was at a choice of, like, oh, do I sacrifice myself to save people? If someone told me, but you get to be the moon, I would be like, all right, that does Damn. even the scales, I gotta say. <laughs> die or die and become the moon? Yeah. Like, if I'm just dying, that kind of sucks. Yeah. But being the moon. Being the moon, though? Yeah. That sounds pretty lit, fam. Yeah. Especially, like, considering that in Avatar... All things have spirits, and you can come back yeah. and mess around with people. That's pretty good. Also, with UA, we have the iconic line of, my girlfriend turned into the moon. Oh. <laughs> That's, That's rough, rough, buddy. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. So, shifting a bit off of the gang, and I guess more to still the gang in later seasons, <laughs> but... Um, I, I would say probably an, another big relationship that we have, canon relationship, is Zuko and May. Oh. Yeah. How did you, what was, what were your thoughts on Zuko and May? How'd you feel? So when I first, like, realized that they kind of liked each other, I was kind of against it. Mm-hmm. A, because I was a Zuko girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wanted Zuko for yourself, I understand. Yes. <laughs> Especially once the you cut off disaster of me. <laughs> the hair in season three. Oh. Oh. But... <laughs> Uh, I also, because I didn't, I, I will say, as a child, I didn't appreciate May the way I should have. Mm. I thought that she was just kind of a meh character. Fair. Uh, but upon rewatching it as a much older person, I'm like, oh, she rocks. Yeah. She is rad. Yeah. Zuko doesn't deserve her. <laughs> uh, the knife skills, that's so cool. Yeah, so, she's very cool. I also, once I, like, I will say, the first time I watched it, I had a... <laughs> It's kind of embarrassing. I didn't realize in some of the scenes that she was that that was the same May in the flashbacks oh. as in current day. Like the first, like the first, like two flashbacks oh, that we see, so I didn't put funny. that together as a child. Oh no! So I was like, man, it's so weird that she has two friends named May. Anyway, <laughs> and then I was like, you're so stupid. So when I saw the flashbacks, I was like, okay, this is pretty cute. You know, childhood yeah. crushes coming back. Yeah. You know? And then I did like them. Uh, in season, like at the end when we see them get together mm-hmm. uh, for the period in which Zuko's back in the Fire Nation. Yes. I feel like they had a, perhaps not the healthiest dynamic, but I feel yeah. like not a not the worst one I've seen. I mean, it, it, it wasn't necessarily, I would say, them as a relationship. No. I think it was more the surrounding. Yes. Like Zuko was already having a hard time with himself. Also, there was like a war going on. <laughs> there was a war. There was, yeah, all of these, all of these relationships are surrounded by. There was a war going on, and like his sister and her best friend was like tr- kind of trying to get rid of him so that she could be yeah. the leader of the nation. Yeah, and was kind of jealous of the time they spent together. So that meant that whatever time they kind of got together was just sort of like them trying to split off from the group a bit. Yeah. So that, having your little sister around all the time when you're trying to kiss your girlfriend. I know. So God. annoying. Um, but the very end, when he comes back and has, like, she comes and helps him put his robe on, it's yeah. like, oh. Um, but yeah, I just, they are, I do like them now looking back more yeah. than when I first watched. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on Zuko and May? Because, like, you know. Um, so, I would honestly, so I, 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 this is very similar to Katara and Aang for me. Yeah. Where... Except actually a little bit different because I wouldn't say I disliked them when I first watched it. When I first watched it, I was like, this is fine. Um, I probably didn't have any feelings one way or another. Um, watching it as I got older, I understand it a bit more. I, I can appreciate the kind of like childhood crush. Yeah. Um, and then 
obviously the the turmoil in the middle being more of their own respective situations yeah. and the situation of the world as opposed to anything going wrong with their dynamic or their relationship and then i can absolutely see them finally kind of getting that moment in the end mm-hmm. but i don't know if this is just me not really being into <laughs> canon ships <laughs> or or if it's just like I, if they had not ended up together or if that hadn't really been a dynamic that they were dealing with, I don't think it wouldn't have changed it for me either way. I would agree. Yeah. Um, and I think a, a lot of that has to do with... I Similarly, I'm a really big fan of Zuko. I yes. love his character. He's one of my favorite characters. Um, and I feel like there was just so much else going on with him that, for me at least, the romantic side of that just kind of didn't seem necessary. Yeah. Um, but I've got no gripe with it. I think it fits perfectly well into the series. I think it fits perfectly well into their characters. I think it's good. I'm just, you know, not going to be looking up any Zuko May fan art. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be. Ooh, my baby's kissing. Yeah, I'm not, not going to be blasting my OTP or anything. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but, but I guess kind of similar to how I felt about Katara and Aang is like, if they hadn't had that final moment, I don't think it would have really changed no. the series for me. Um, they're fine. They're, I, and I, I really like them individually as characters. Yes. I think that's, oh. a, that's a big thing for me to, to also kind of highlight here is, uh, as, like, I love May. I really, oh. really like her. And I really, really enjoyed watching her specific dynamics with Azula and Tylee as oh, well. best. Yeah. So all of that, for me, kind of, like, satisfies my curiosity of their characters. Yeah. The romance between Zuko and May is kind of, like extra i guess um for me and so yeah. it's just kind of like eh, it's fine they, they're sure they're there they're, they're cute together yeah. they work together uh it's fine it's fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> and what, what does he say that one time he's like i i love when you hate the world <laughs> <laughs> i love when you hate Iconic. the world <laughs> oh and then the beautiful line i love zuko more than i fear you <gasps> oh yeah that was that so hits. good yeah Oh, that whole kind of betrayal moment mm-hmm. at, once again, Boiling Rock, genuinely, it's I think so one of the best good. episodes Truly. of the series. Yeah. Um, one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, if only because we get to see this much characterization and, like, these moments between these characters. Yeah. Uh, the whole May uh, turning on Azula thing, I did not expect in the moment. That one hits me, but what hit me even more is Tylee. Yes. Because she never really had a chance to, like, have that iconic line. No. But Tylee basically choosing May over Azula and, like, basically showing, like, her friendship with May more means important. more to her than her fear. Because she basically showed, like, I love May more than I, I fear, fear you. you. Even though she didn't get the chance to say that, but, like... I feel implied. like, yeah, my first watching of it, I was like, yo, May with that killer line. Upon rewatchings, though, Tylee's moment of her <sighs> kicking her down and being like, what are you doing? Go! Is, oh, God, it hits. So good. Yeah, I'm also a Tylee girl. I'm a big fan oh, of Tylee. Yeah. She's, she's one of my favorite characters as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's also one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Tylee also does get a little bit of romance uh, screen time, though, because she's definitely flirting up Sokka. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. big time. Yeah. I mean, she's she's kind of shown to be... If not necessarily a flirty character, definitely like an object of desire. Yes. Um, which we see like with the beach episode oh, and yeah. all of that. But we we do get to see the kind of fun dynamic of like, 
it, it speaks to her character so much because she's like, yeah, I'm doing this to help my friend, not because I truly believe in this cause. <laughs> because she's like fighting these people, but she's also like, you're cute. Mm. <laughs> hey, Sako, what's up? Hey, you wanna, man. You want to kiss after this? <laughs> you got anything to do after this war? Yeah, I'm not going to break your arm, so can we like make out a little? Mm. It's just like go on a little date. <laughs> I loved that. That yeah. was like a fun little moment for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I would have been like oh my god they should have gotten together but that flirty moment oh 10 out of 10 i will say when i first watched uh the show Mm -hmm. i i i really liked that dynamic a lot i wouldn't say enough to be like that should have happened instead of him and suki but i whenever they had like moments of sokka and tylee i i really enjoyed them (laughs) when they were oh they were so good him seeing her in the Kyoshi warrior makeup and she's like he's like back off it's Tylee and they're like we bonded in prison it's so fucking so funny to me so good it's so good mm-hmm. yeah I did love that for her I will mm-hmm. say her getting to go rejoin a troop so so fun yeah. for me oh yeah um I do wish she could have gotten more moments more uh positive male attention I think than she received if that makes sense yeah like just one or two instances of men aside from Sokka yeah being like I like your personality you're pretty neat instead of being like oh my god you're gorgeous she's so handy yeah Sokka too Sokka has a lot of um kind of because he has obviously him and Suki him and Yue but he also like he has Toph has a crush on Sokka so that's a thing that happens and that was oh the Taka I love that yes I I I, uh, when I first watched Avatar The Last Airbender, I wasn't really big into, like, fandom content. I think also just because I was kind of young and I wasn't really in that sphere on the internet. But I do remember some of, like, um, the first, like, fandom kind of content that I engaged with was there was this, uh, people on YouTube used to make, like, ship edits. And there was this one of Toph and Sokka yes. to, uh, right in front of your eyes from the wedding singer. And I would watch that thing. Oh, it was see that. You have. I watched that. Yes. Oh my god, I loved it so much. I think, I would say that's probably one of the reasons that I really, really liked the, um, Toph crush on Sokka. Yes. I thought it was really cute. I think it was really fun for Toph's character as well yeah. to get to see her in that kind of like, I have a crush on a guy, mm-hmm. when usually she was all like tough and, and yeah. kind of, I, I liked that a lot. I also liked that a lot. Probably not enough to replace Sakasuki with it, but I did like it. I loved when it happened. Oh, yeah, it was it's so, so cute. Good. I will say, I'm a big, I know we're talking about H-E-L-A. Yeah. But I will say, one of my favorite little theories from uh-huh. Legend of Korra oh. is that the younger daughter's father is Sokka. I'm a big <gasps> fan of that theory. Oh. I know that it's never been confirmed, and they're like, it's not Sokka. But, like, look. <laughs> Her kids look like him. And mm. listen, you know you know what happens when they get older? I'm just saying. Maybe. They cheat on each other? <laughs> no. We don't see Suki in, Kor- in Legend of Korra, okay. I don't think. Okay. So maybe something happened to Suki, and they were on a break. Oh, it's okay. All right. And they found comfort in each other. You, you know? never know. You never know. Just a fun little theory that I like. <laughs> a game theory. A little game theory. But I do, the cru- her crush on him is very sweet throughout the series. Yeah. He has a lot of Earth Girl admirers, if I remember correctly. His, like, poetry does. reading thing. <gasps> That's right! The haiku! <laughs> His little haiku moment. I feel like Sokka is definitely a comedic relief character in the yes. series. But he is, in many ways... I. I feel like whereas Zuko was more of a heartthrob within the fandom, I feel like in the show, Sokka was kind of the heartthrob. Like, he was the one that 
people usually had a crush on. He was usually, even though he was usually being silly and, and stupid and wacky, Sokka had a lot of, he had a lot of gals. Yeah, he had a little, little posse for a little while. A little harem, if you will. A little harem, if you will. Which I'm so glad, because I, yeah. I, Sokka's such a great character. He deserves he it, de- honestly. He deserves it. He's been through a lot. <laughs> Give this man as many wives as he deserves, <laughs> honestly. I'm trying to think, there was another girl that he interacted with that I thought, that I loved. It might have, it's the same, it, it was just a different scene from, it was one of the haiku girls that uh, I was thinking of. Just yeah. a different cut in my That's head. Fair. I didn't put and put them together that's, that's on fair me. that's okay that i mean honestly could have been it's a whole lone episode that honestly. little haiku <laughs> i would have uh, loved to just see Sokka running around bossing say what did he uh, get into who did he see who did he talk to who did he talk to <laughs> Sokka's not the only one though of the little water tribe family no. katara too had a lot had a lot going on i feel like um other than obviously ang yeah. probably most notably would be jet yes of course we had the episode of Katara and Jet, and and she was she was kind of smitten, but uh, well, I feel like Jet has the vibe of like the Playboy E. I would say that he kind of he was like, yo, she kind of cute. Yes, okay. I would agree with that for sure. Yeah, he was definitely trying to show off a little bit with oh, his yeah. little little sky like zipline things. Oh, I mean, yeah. like hold on, I don't yeah. remember what he actually said, but it was the vibe of hold on, spider monkeys. He's like taking her in the trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah hold on, <laughs> Wow. You know, his moment in Bossing Say where they run into each other again is also very good. Yeah. Um I will say with them, I feel like that was a really great moment that we got to see a lot of the um childlike playfulness that romance was in this series because, you know, they were young, they were children. Um, but like every time she's with Jet, there was all that like, is that your boyfriend? And like, he's not my boyfriend. Exactly. That I, I'm really glad that we got to see a little bit more of that with uh, yeah. them too. Um, and Jet gets a lot of flack as a character. People really didn't like mm. him. I I'm liked a, him. Yeah, I'm a huge Jet fan. I think his character is so interesting. I could talk about it forever. Um, but that's not here where we're no. talking. About. We're talking about kissing, not yeah, cool we're guys. About kissing. Um, but don't worry, he he gets he gets plenty of his own kiss. Uh, oh yeah, not not canon, but oh. off canon, <laughs> non canon, <laughs> off the books, off the books, off the record. But yes, yeah, so we've got Katara and Jet. Um, there was also Katara and Haru. Yes, of the yeah. uh, Earth Kingdom. The Earth Kingdom. Wow, Katara also very popular <laughs> in the, the Earth, Earth Kingdom. Kingdom. What is it about? <laughs> Listen, Water Tribe people are just cool as hell whenever they leave. Everyone <laughs> thinks that they're the hottest shit, and yeah. I agree with Everyone's it. Everyone's like, oh my god. I'm like, they're wearing blue. Oh my god. <laughs> I only ever see green or red. And I'm like, oh my god. I guess it is, uh, considering they literally live at the North and South Pole, and it is much more uncommon for people of other nations to have been where they are from. Yeah. It makes sense that it would be a little bit more like, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. So you're from the South Pole. Is it cold there? <laughs> Is it cold there? <laughs> uh, you want, I went, listen, in the in the world of Avatar The Last Airbender, I bet you anything, Katara and Sokka heard somebody ask them, so is it like, how cold is it down there? <laughs> All oh, the time. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, yes, yes, it is very cold. <laughs> How did you, like, get used to the heat here? <laughs> is it, like, too hot for you here in the fire nation? <laughs> How come you guys, aren't you guys usually wearing those big coats? What's, yeah. uh, what's that all? Where's your coat? Where's your big coat? I thought you guys wore fur all the time. Yeah, You're just wearing, on? like, clothes. That's so weird. Yeah. So you don't just carry that with you? Mm-hmm. What about, you know, if you get cold? <laughs> <laughs> but 
uh, who do who else do we see Katara with? We've got uh, Jet, Haru, Jet, Haru, Aang, obviously. Aang. Um, she has like a couple flirty moments with. Uh, her being a little femme fatale for a moment with those guys who are bothering Aang. Oh, yes. She's like, come here, boys. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. just freezes them to the wall head yeah. to head. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, we're talking about canon right oh, now. Yes, we'll yes, get yes, to yes, Zutara yes. later. Don't okay. you worry. <laughs> we have some thoughts on Zutara. <laughs> um, I can't really think of anyone else that she has, like, a kind of, like, explicit in-canon moment with. Yeah. Um, she was the more reserved of the Water Tribe duo, I'd yes, say. Yes, that's true. A little bit less, uh, focused on the romance yeah. and the flirting, and a bit more focused on the, the, the objective the war. <laughs> the war. I no. haven't loved since the war. <laughs> I haven't loved since the incident. And to, uh, to round off the gang, obviously we have Aang himself, the Avatar, so that title already kind of carries with him some, some potential for people who are like, oh my god. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't necessarily call him any sort of the series heartthrob, but he has his, he has his moments. He tries. The, the girl from the fortune-telling village. Yes, Meng. Meng. Yes, that's right. She's a big crush on him. She's like, oh my god the best thing ever yeah he has that one girl from uh kiyoshi island and he also has <gasps> that guy on kiyoshi island yes i don't know if that's i in my head it it's yeah. canon that it was because he liked him but <laughs> he was like an adult <laughs> foaming at the mouth because oh, no. <laughs> oh, in his head he is 112 <laughs> okay that's fair okay it's, um, i i don't like it i thought like a teenager i have no idea that's fair i just know he was like tall <laughs> he's saying kids yeah. can't be tall well you know that's, no, that's fair listen you got fair thoughts there as a as a non-tall kid i just don't have experience <laughs> but I, he had a whole little posse on kyoto he, he had like a whole little guy because that was like a whole thing where like he had his gaggle of girls and he was like yeah katara like everybody likes me here and she was like you're going to die if we stay here too long. And he was like, you're just jealous. Which I guess is yet another example of an episode where I was like, Aang, knock it off. I wanted to smack his off. little bald head. I was like, knock it off. Stop like a, it. A little basketball head. A little, bas- <laughs> a little basketball head. Stop it. Stop it. I get it. He's 12. Uh, but stop it. <laughs> you're the Avatar, man. Yeah. Oh, he um, when he's in the, the Fire Nation and he's being yes. Kuzan, he has the one girl from school. Oh, they have that little dance. Yeah. Oh. But then he dances with Katara, oh so you know how it is. I love his failed attempts at, like, trying to be flirty with the uh, melon. I, I can't remember what he says. I just remember him holding a melon and looking at her and doing this face that I can't recreate for the life of me. He's just like, so you want to do activities or whatever he says? <laughs> and just like, oh, you're trying so hard, you're buddy. good, buddy. Aang was, oh, Aang was uh, very funny because whenever he was interested in someone, he had kind of no qualms trying to be a little flirty. But then when someone was interested in him, right over his head. He had no idea it was happening. He was like, we're good friends. <laughs> this is my buddy. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, the whole episode with Meng, definitely, like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I hope I meet the love of my life. He's like, yeah, good luck. <laughs> hope that works out for you. Oh, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> Though they, I, I did really like the moment where um, he's trying to take the, the cloud book and she kind mm-hmm. of shows up and she's like, she's like, you don't like me, do you? And he's like, I like you. And she's like, no, like the way that I like you. And he's like, oh. And he kind of is like, yeah, I, I don't. 
And I think they have a nice little, because she's kind of like, it's okay, but I just know that I like you, and it's like, mm. anyway, we're going to go trick the people into uh, clouds, uh, and so the dead. volcano doesn't kill them all. Anyway. Anyway, gotta go. <laughs> gotta go save your life. Gotta go kid. save your life. And then I guess the last of our kind of little main crew we've got going on, Zuko. He also has some kind of outside moments. Um, I think the the most notable one being when he goes on his date with Jin, right? Yeah, Jin. Jin. When they're they're first on the run with Iroh. Yes. And uh, he has that very sweet moment with her where he lights all the candles. Yeah. That was was something that I, I really, really liked. I think... Probably, so when it comes to canon relationships, I, I in a in a series like this where romance is not the focus, I oftentimes enjoy them much more when they come at a time that something else crazy isn't happening. Like when Aang and Katara have that whole talk right before the big battle, I'm like, like that's not important there. right now. Whereas with this. This is the time where Zuko is kind of grappling with his own identity, and he's also trying his best. He, he's kind of resigned himself yeah. in being like, I think I want to try and live my life like this with my uncle. And him going on this date is like a moment of him just being a teenager and yeah. not being the the fire prince and not being like on the search for the avatar. He's mm-hmm. actively trying to just live a normal life. And so... I really liked this. I thought it was so cute. And I mean, she's so like, oh my God. I love that. She's the flirting expert. She was so smooth. (laughs) He was so awkward. Poor Zuko. His little gelled out hair. His uncle did. He's like, just so smooth. (laughs) The freaking them at the restaurant. (laughs) She's not my girlfriend. Zuko, shut up. Zuko, she could have been. Zuko, she could have (laughs) been. This is what could have been for poor Zuko. Yeah, this poor lad. That was a really sweet moment. I really oh, liked yeah. the dynamic of that that little that little relationship for 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 a second for a yeah. moment. It was a nice little little reprieve from for poor brief, Zuko. Yeah, he needed that moment. Another moment I really liked with Zuko mm-hmm. was um, the girl that he meets that he ends up taking the what is it like an ostrich horse? Yes. From where they have the kind of moment. I I don't know if it was necessarily intended to be romantic, but it felt flirty to me. Um, You know, she like showed him the scar that she had and like, that was also really a a big kind of moment for his own identity and him being like, oh God, like seeing how this war has affected people, seeing the side of it that he didn't really know existed. Um, But I feel like they kind of had a little moment there. I I mean, listen, I would have, if, if Iroh had brought Zuko into my house, I would have been, and I too was like 15, I would have been like, oh my god, he's cute. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, who is this guy? And he also has a scar. Let's compare scars. Let's <laughs> talk about our hand size. And, you know, you, do you, you know, if you, you might need a womanly touch on the road, you know, for like <laughs> healing purposes. Oh my god. You know, your uncle's a little sick here. So like, what if I, you know. <laughs> Gave him medicine. (laughs) What if I gave him medicine? Wink. (laughs) What if we held hands while I gave your uncle medicine? (laughs) What if I gave you medicine? Wink. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I I definitely perceived that as a a, a little bit of a flirty moment. I would say that was another example of uh, the, the, the pull that Zuko had. Mm -hmm. He was just, every woman wanted him. True. (laughs) When he wasn't awkward. Yes, true. That, 
as, as soon as he opened his mouth, you know? Yeah. But then sometimes, like Jin, they're like, you stupid idiot. I love you. Uh, <laughs> I was one of those women. Fair. <laughs> Hello, Zuko here. <laughs> <laughs> that frog. I was like, he's the one. He's the one. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> I do that. <laughs> So now I kind of want to talk a little bit about some of the non-canon ships. The ones, you know, our Zutaras and and the many others that I would say, some of which I feel like had a little bit of grounds from the series, like a little bit of flirty vibes, but ultimately were not realized. And and some of which there were no flirty vibes. We just, as a fandom, said, you know what would have been nice? This one. This would have been nice. Um, which, of course, I've already said it, I feel like the biggest of which is Zutara, Zuko and Katara. What are your, what, what's your opinion on Zutara? Because this is a, it, it, I feel like it's people, a hot button debate. Yes, people either love it or they hate it, I feel like. Oh, I hated it. Oh, okay. tell us, tell us Okay, okay, okay. Hot take. <laughs> Them getting together, I feel like would have just kind of like brushed over the entire relationship arc that they had in mm. real life. Um, I just didn't... A, I didn't think their personalities went together very well Fair. beyond, like, friends. Yeah. Um, especially, like, within the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't like them together. I feel like uh, she was a bit too much of a hothead for him, if that makes sense. Mm. I feel like they would have really butt heads. Yeah. In a way, like... Uh, Aang's kind of uh, mediator nature worked better with her. Mm. Um, and I just, I didn't like their vibe. I, I, when I first watched it, I saw people that, like, and I was, like, going on the internet after, and I was seeing that everyone was forced. I was like, I don't, I mean, I, I get it. I get it from the yes. non-canon ship lover that I am. Yes. I also, I very much get it from the enemies to lovers. Yes. I'm a big fan of that trope. I am as well. <laughs> so I, I can see it. Um, so, not for you? Not for you. No. What, what are you thinking on this? Um, okay. When I first saw it, I feel, I, I won't say that I necessarily wanted it to happen, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed, I guess, a little bit of the, like, we hate each other, but what <laughs> if we liked each other? Because, like I said, I'm a big Enemies to Lovers fan. I do kind of love the, like, hate you, love you uh, thing going on. Uh, as terrible as it often is in reality, in fiction. Mm. (laughs) However, I, at at no point did I ever really want Zuko and Katara to be a canon ship. Um, Maybe because my first watching of it, I really wasn't as focused on the romance, I guess. Um, Like I said, a lot of the canon ships that even happened, I wasn't, I didn't really have any stake in them. Um... So it wasn't necessarily something that I was hoping would happen when uh, Aang actually kissed Katara. I was not part of the the people who were screaming into their pillow. Oh yeah, fist bumping into the air. Yeah, um, I. So, for for Zutara, I, it just wasn't like I just didn't care for it. Yeah. And I will say to qualify this, as I've said, I'm more of a non-canon shipper. I'm also more of a rare pair shipper. <laughs> When ships, <laughs> when ships are popular, I'm like, eh, who needs them? <laughs> I, I love to I love to ship two characters that didn't even talk to each other in the show. Oh, sometimes their vibes are just right, you know? <laughs> or two characters that had such minimal moments together that it's like, but why? But why still, not? I love it. Why not? Exactly. Um, so I'm sure a little bit of that kind of came into play. Yeah. But yeah, I... I while the en- the enemies to lovers, the I hate you, I could see that dynamic. Yeah. Kind of like you were talking about, every other part of their dynamic 
just kind of like wasn't yeah. for me. Um, I really enjoyed the relationship that they had as friends. I really enjoyed this, the arc that they had as far as like she hated him. She still hated him. Uh, he had to like kind of in, in many ways prove himself to her. But there was also like them just actually understanding a little bit more about each other made it easier for them to see eye to eye. Um, yeah. And actually care for each other a lot as friends as we got to oh, see yeah. in that. The, the Agni Kai between Zuko and Azula. Oh. I think that was a really, really great moment. Yes. Um, but for me, I definitely perceived it as very, um, platonic. Um, if anything, some, in many ways, maybe even, um, like familial love, like seeing her as a younger sister. Um, that's, that's, that's me though. (laughs) I gotta say, um, I, I definitely enjoy some, some Zuko ships, but none of them are with the the people he actually (laughs) ended up with or Katara. (laughs) Um... And I guess for me also Katara is is a character who I really, really like, but I don't really um I don't really ship her. I agree. Yeah. I don't have any big I don't have any ships with her in there. I'm just I'm just I'm I love Katara. She's there. She's, She's great. great. I, I especially love her as like if I'm you know, if I'm interested in a ship, I love her dynamic of like her friendship with that ship yes. or like whatever. But yeah, no, I I guess for me I just didn't really care so much for like any kind of romantic context yeah. i just kind of loved her being cool and learning water bending and being kicking ass and all that stuff i agree i, I just also, like tara i just like a tara katara x herself herself <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't need nobody yeah she's here to tell our rare pairs that they're being idiots exactly ah oh, so love good <laughs> she pops in and is like you like each other bye like, oh my god true um, so that's definitely probably the biggest non-canon ship yeah. that we've got going on. Um, but another one I know that I've seen um, that I personally I just, I, it, I don't know. I, I I guess I'll ask you, what is your opinion on Azula Sokka? I Because, you know, we might as well pair one fire <laughs> sibling with one, one water. water sibling. Oh, the red-blue. Um, <laughs> we love to do it in the fandom. Yeah. I... I like it more than Zutara, but it's, I wouldn't call it something that I would interact with on my own. Yeah. If that makes sense. I'm not upset if they're there, but I'm not going to go searching for it. Yeah. I kind of like the uh, her being kind of psycho and just kind of like the, he asked for pickles with Sokka <laughs> being, being the, I wanted pickles, Aww. goofy guy. I kind of like that. Uh, but beyond that, they're, you know, they're okay. Yeah. Like, what, like, what do you think about that? Because I... Um, yeah, it's not it's not one I would go out of my way to read about. I I feel like I can understand where it comes from, especially because I I understand why people are pairing one of them with mm-hmm. one of the water tribe siblings. I get that we like the fire and water. Um yeah, it's it's also just not one that I guess I I I care for as much. I will say interestingly, while I feel like I have not seen very much Azula Katara, I would say Zuko and Sokka, so like the crossing. Yes. Um, Zuko and Sokka, I have actually seen a lot of. I That's like well. a. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Now we're Now we're really getting Gotta into be gay. because they would never put the gay on air. <laughs> not Not in two thousand no. what two thousand five. Oh my god, it was that long ago. Yes, bro. It was like yeah. 0506, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. So now Now we're really getting into. I feel like the the fandom mm-hmm. ships as as opposed to the ones that were a little bit skirting more on the. The actual like, yeah, public side. Um, but Sokka and Zuko is one that I feel like 
is a pretty lot. popular. It's pretty popular. I will say mm-hmm. that in my time, once in a while, when going through the uh, Avatar Last Airbender tag, mm-hmm. I have sought after some <gasps> Zuko and Sokka fix. I will say they're generally like uh, modern AU's. I like Ooh, them a lot. Okay, yeah. But I do kind of like their dynamic as well. I feel like having the more goofy and the more straight-laced deadpan is a big um, kind of dynamic that I enjoy in a lot of my other ships. Yeah. So it's just kind of translated here. Not something that they kind of just did with the show. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I, I, I like them I like them more, once again, than the, some of the other fanon ships. Yeah. I would also say, as far as the um, the fire sibling, water sibling pairings, the, the multiple iterations yeah. of it, I would say that... I think Sokka and Zuko works the best. I would agree with that yeah. as well. I'm with you on this. Zutara, nah. Yeah. I understand why, like I said, I understand yeah. why it has the traction it does. I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum, don't you worry. <laughs> but, eh, not for me. No. And Sokka, Zula is another one that's like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, Katara and Izula, I think they would kill each other. It just doesn't work. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I could I could see the the fun of, of silly goofy especially like I feel like Sokka and Zuko I've seen like the um, yeah. the the rhetoric of like once Zuko or Sokka was very excited when Zuko joined the gang because he had <laughs> he had someone else to like make jokes about and oh. to roast. <laughs> I feel like Zuko would be down for that. Yeah, I feel like I could see I could I can I I I see it. It's yeah. a nice little dynamic. It is. Um, I feel like uh the. The, our little trio, Azula, Tylee, and yes. May. There's also a lot of popular iterations of relationships Those between three. them. And also, honestly, them just as a thruple yeah. is a thing. What are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I it, it, to explain this the best that I can, mm. it ebbs and flows for me, if that makes sense. Cause like it, mm. I think it depends on what they do with it. Because mm. I feel like if it hadn't been for the fandom, I wouldn't have been the fan of it that I am. Like, I wouldn't say that it's one of my top fanonships, but, Fair. you know, I respect it. I I don't dislike it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I were to go into the show once again, clean slate, I wouldn't, I wouldn't enjoy the dynamic, only because I feel like the Azula we see mm. isn't a healthy person to be in a relationship with, mm. much less a polyamorous one, and mm. I'm a much larger fan of Tylee and May. Than I am with her with either of them. Okay, I see that. Um, but big fan of Tylee and May as a couple, both as my own kind of fan, can't like fanship as well as within the fandom as whole. Yeah. What do you think about the whole thruple situation with them? Um, like IMO. I guess when I think of when I think of this, these characters and shipping with them, I mm-hmm. I start to kind of contextualize it a bit outside of the series. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I feel like. Yeah, dude, why not? <laughs> also, just because, like, yeah. why not make everybody date each other? Like, why who cares? Um, but if I were to say one of my favorite iterations between them, my favorite would probably actually be Azula and Tylee. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Because I feel like uh, Tylee and May, I enjoy the friendship a bit oh, more yeah. of. Um, and I think that's also colored by, I really, really like the dynamic that we get of their friendship in mm-hmm. the show itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I do don't really like the friendship, I guess, that I see, obviously because it's toxic <laughs> and bad. Well, yeah, but between besides that. Azula with either of them. Yeah. Um, 
which is why it's kind of easier for me to remove them and yeah. then just be like, okay, but now taking like base personality of like fun, funny, bubbly, flirty. And oh, and you know, we have the beach episode we where do. like Tylee's kind of teaching Azula how to flirt and Azula is just absolutely, oh, yeah. We have that moment as well where Azula like Tylee feels upset about something and I can't remember what it was, but Azula had a moment. They were fighting and Azula apologized to her. Yeah. It's like the, I think it's the only time in the series where we see her apologize or be yeah. kind of like a teen is with Tylee. It feels, it t- so to me, the three of them, mm-hmm. I feel like, while I think the strongest friendship was between Tylee and May, when it comes to Azula as a character, I feel like of all of her interactions with everybody, she had probably the softest spot for Tylee. Yes. Uh, which I think Five is four. why I really, really like the dynamic of Azula and Tylee. Oh, yeah. Very cute. Um, another non-canon one that uh, I actually had kind of forgotten uh, until now, but I actually, well, hold on. I'll ask you first. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Tang, aka Toph and Aang? Okay. I I like them better as friends. <gasps> Fair. Fair. I just really like their sort of jokey dynamic mm-hmm. of twinkle toes. Yes. Um, I didn't like them as a romantic context. Fair. You know. Um much like Katara. I liked Toph by herself, if that makes sense. I yeah. wasn't a big shipper of Toph. I was like, Toph, Toph don't need no man. That's fair. I also, I think in when watching the show, besides her crush on Sokka, mm-hmm. I really kind of envisioned her as gay, if that makes sense. Fair. Um, yeah, I just, you know, not my not my biggest ship, but I, once again, I get it. Like, yeah. you know. What are your, like, how do you feel about um, Tang? My, my feelings about it now are probably similar in that mm-hmm. I feel like I, I really like Toph as a character kind of on her own. Um, I, I, I'm I like, eh, I, I'm not really interested, I guess, in reading about her mm-hmm. romantic exploits. Yeah. However, when really? I was younger, I loved Tang. Oh, oh, that was, that was for a while, that was actually one of my favorite Avatar Blast Airbender ships. Oh. I love the like. Well, I I feel like it's the same. It's the fire and water of pose, yeah. air and, and earth, earth of pose. I also kind of like because they're actually the 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 closest in age. Yes. Whereas uh, there was a little bit, not a big one, because obviously they're all. It's one of those things where it's like when they're older, it's basically nothing. But because they were in their teens, yeah. it was a little bit of a, a difference of like you've been alive a year or two older than me. But they were actually kind of close in age, uh, closer in age, I believe, than yeah. Aang and Katara. I think I don't actually know for sure. I don't know. Everybody, they also, like, age in the middle of the series. Yeah. Everyone has, like, a birthday. So, <laughs> um, but I, I, I actually did kind of like their dynamic. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, I think a lot of it comes from, like, extrapolating and then making stuff up uh, within, like, fan content. Um, within the show itself, uh, I think great, great friendship. Um, but yeah, I feel like going kind of outside of that, I, I actually did kind yeah. of like a little bit of a, a Ang Toph kind of vibe. I liked it. Yeah. Um, cause you know, I can't like canon things. So. <laughs> never. Never. That makes us basic and probably kind of straight. No. Yeah. Ridiculous. I will say they are, out of like the sort of straight couples that we see in the fandom, I will say they are my favorite. Mm. Like I said, I'm a big fan of the sort of stoic girl and goofy guy. Yeah. It's very good for me. <laughs> goofy guy. <laughs> goofy guy. A little goofy guy. Well, he's just a little goofy guy. He's just bouncing around and she's yeah. holding them steady. <laughs> so the last non-canon ship that I want to talk a little bit about is one that 
I wouldn't necessarily say it's controversial because it doesn't have enough traction to be controversial, mm-hmm. but it involves a controversial <laughs> character. <laughs> I already know. Um, and this is um, perhaps, I guess, maybe one of the, the not least popular ones that we're talking about, but one that I feel like uh, kind of, it hovers along with like maybe like the Azula, Tai Li, like yeah. it's, it's, it's no Zutara, but it's also no Tang. Um, this is Jet and Zuko. Yeah, <laughs> Jetco, Jetco is the what? What are your what are your opinions? On oh, that? I've got some opinions on Jetco. Oh, please. Oh, they're all good. I love Jetco. Uh huh. It's I love Jetco the way I feel like a lot of the fans kind of like Zutara in the way that's like enemies to lovers. Oh, because um, we have the like the few moments that they interact are wild. Yes, <laughs> he's so like, much happens. He's a firebender. Yeah. These little hook guys. Yeah. Ugh. I just also, I love the idea of them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, there's just something about Jetco in the fandom that really just gets me in a way that none of the other yeah. ones really did. Fair. I, yeah, like I, you know, Jetco is mm-hmm. one of my biggest ones. Fair. Um, what are your thoughts and opinions on Jetco? Because like, mm. uh, so Jetco is actually my favorite ship. <gasps> Uh, I did not discover it until uh, more recently, I guess. Like, I I had no idea it existed the first time I watched it. I don't even think I knew about it on my second rewatching. But I think once I started to get more interested in Zuko as a character, Mm -hmm. I started consuming a bit more, like, Zuko content in general. Um, And then I found Jetco. Um, and I think also around the time that I was starting to appreciate Zuko more as a character, I was also starting to appreciate Jet more as a character. Because I remember once I once I got this kind of like more perspective on Jet and started to decide that he was honestly one of my favorite characters in the show, um, I then, you know, I just took two of my favorite <laughs> characters and I put them together. But I, uh, so I'm a big fan of canon divergence things. And one of my favorite things out there is there's a whole kind of population of of Jetco content that surround the idea that Jet never saw Iroh firebend the tea. (gasps) And so then it kind of explores, like, would they have then continued to be friends in Ba Sing Se? Would they have continued to interact? What would have happened? Um, And I think that's a really, really fun divergence to explore. Um, it, cause it was, it, it is, it's, it's such a, a small moment that if it had been slightly different, you know, if the tea had actually been hot enough or if he just hadn't been looking in that direction, we could have seen a completely different dynamic between these yes. two characters, a completely different relationship between them. Um, maybe him getting to know Zuko and their kind of understanding of each other could have been something that helped him get out of his mindset of like, they are evil, or maybe it wouldn't have, maybe it just would have made for a really interesting scene where he like realizes he's a firebender, but now he's also like his friend emotionally invested. Um, yeah, I think, I think this is such an interesting pairing of characters. A lot like you said, yeah. they're, the moments that they had together in the show are so wild. They literally, they meet, and then they, like, steal, they <laughs> rob a ship, they rob and hood it, um, and then next thing we know, like, he's seeing him as a firebender, and it's, like, a whole thing, the whole episode where he's just attacking them in the tea yes. shop. Um, it's, it's such a, it's already so interesting, um, and I feel like, uh, People who don't like Jetco, either A, are the kind of people who just don't like gay ships, which, come on! Come on! Come on! 
Uh, or B, are the kind of people that just don't like Jet. And I think once you start to realize how interesting of a character Jet is, um, how, how just like truly, um, really what his character is kind of representing here, it's another perspective of someone who has been hurt by war but is reacting in a different way. Um, I, I, I think I think you'll come to see that this is a really interesting character dynamic. Um, and I like it. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I would not hesitate to say that it is my favorite ship, my favorite potential dynamic oh, in the I series. Yeah. How about you? What's your favorite? Okay. Do you have a, do you have a number one? I do have a number one. Ooh. It is a hot take. Oh, oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've been, I haven't said a word of this yet Tell because us. I want your genuine reaction I'm to so this. I'm so excited. It is a rare pair mm-hmm. and it is... Mm-hmm. Hakoda and his friend Bacho from the Water Tribe. <gasps> oh my god! It, I, there's not a lot, I've read as... Oh, a, I love that! I've read almost every fic out there for them because there's so few, they deserve more. <laughs> a, a lot of them are based on, like, kind of overcoming grief and mm. the changing of relationships as you get older. Mm. And I just love, like, the genuine friendship that they have, the genuine relationship that they have, mm. even, like, the... The kids kind of see him as a secondary father figure already. Mm. I think that's like a fun dynamic between them. And I just love, I love an old guy (laughs) realizing that his friend also loves him a little bit. Yeah. And it's just a beautiful ship that deserves more love, IMO, honestly. Yeah. I feel like obviously uh, the main characters of the show are oftentimes the 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 kids, yeah. the teens. That's who this show is yeah. revolving around. So it makes sense that a lot of the content, the fan content, would also be sort of revolving around them. But yeah, the adults of the of the series too. Uh, as I've become older, yeah. I've come to really really love the snippets that we get to see of all of the adult characters. And while I guess I personally haven't really put them in any romantic uh, yeah. contexts, uh, except for the ones that are like, you know, married oh, yeah. <laughs> or dating or whatever, whatever they're doing. Um, yeah. I discovered them from a different uh, Zuko and Sokka fic, actually. Really? Yes. They were just a second. They were just there. They just happened to be together. And I was Every, like, what? It's, it's, it's when, you know, it's, it's the you type of fix. It. It's the type of fix where when the main pairing is gay, everybody else also has to be gay. <laughs> everybody gay AU. <laughs> oh, and it was such a, it was just, I was like, what, ooh, what is this? And I clicked it and there's mm-hmm. more. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I got really into it for yeah. a hot minute. That was my ship of the day. Wow. Was what I It was right after it came on Netflix. They had a resurgence of fix. Yeah. So good. I, unfortunately, from what I've seen, there's no fan edits like they used to. Aw. Well, yeah, that world. also just has kind of fallen out of popularity, I feel like. I want like. Evanescence by <laughs> these two men holding hands. Aw. But, yeah, mm. like I said, it's a little hot. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. What are what are some of your other, like, favorite ships, canon or non-canon? Canon or non-canon? I really love their can. My other favorite ships, honestly, are canon. Is I'm a big fan oh, of Katang. Fair. And I'm a big fan of Suki and Sokka. Yes, I I would say my favorite canon ship is, is Suki, Suki and Sokka. Sokka. I really like that relationship. I think it's very cute. Yes, I like Suki and Sokka's relationship more. So they would be my number two. But I feel like just the the way that they do Katara and Aang's is what mm-hmm. made it number three for me. I yeah. like, Once again, I'm not going to search out fix for them the way I would like Saki. Saki. Saki would. That's the ship name. I'm sorry. Is, that, Saki. is there is there a pairing name Saki? I don't know. What I don't it know is. what it is, actually, now that I think about it. It's either Suka or Saki. Oh, I feel like it's Suka. It's probably Suka. It feels like it. They, yeah. ju- they generally put him at the end. Yeah. So 
Suka, I, they're, you know, I'll read fix about Suka. Yeah. I don't really read fix about Katang. They had the whole show. They're fine. <laughs> they don't need anymore. <laughs> they had the whole they show. They had the whole show. And they had bits in, in, like, a second sequel show. Yeah. They're fine. They're fine. But yeah, I mean, those are, those are probably my top three. What are your, you, Jetco is your number one. Jetco's my number ones? one. You know, now that I'm thinking more about it, I, I actually do really like Azula Tylee. I think I would put it in my yeah. top three. Um, and you know what? I'll, I'll throw out there Sakazuki out there because I, I do like it. Yeah. I I don't I don't necessarily seek out content on it, but if no. I'm thinking about pairings that I really really like, yeah. I'm about I I, w- I would say probably the same as like you were saying about Katang. Like I just I I really like it. Yeah. Um, I think it was it was good. Ooh, I have, think it's good. <laughs> it's very good. I'm gonna have a quick honorable shout out and mention. Um, uh, once again, I'm not gonna seek out content for this pair, Fair. but I feel like. Uh, the guitarist grandmother Kana and Paku. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Is the funniest one. The fact that they get back together is so funny to me. Yeah, <laughs> grand grand. You know what? This only has a, like a, a slight moment, uh, and I again wouldn't seek out any content on it. But Iro and the fortune teller, yes. the very quick little like hello, <laughs> and she's just kind of like she says something to him, and it's just like ooh. Oh, it's so good. Iroh deserves. He does. <laughs> Listen, he is the flirt out of all of them. Him at the, uh, I want to call it the train station, the Earth Kingdom, right? They have to get the stamp and he's flirting with the lady. <gasps> yeah. Or him getting the flower from that lady at Bossing Say yeah. also flirting. He flirts the most, I think. Bro, he knows. He knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> Everybody knows. Iroh's the man to go to for love, man. Yeah. Um, so we've talked a little bit about, like, canon versus non-canon things that we like. Um, is there anything from the series itself, romance-wise, that you would actually change and want to have seen be a reality in the series? I genuinely would have wanted to see... There there are a couple things that I would change. Mm -hmm. And they're not major things. I think the show as a whole did romance very well with their choices. Yeah. The few things that I would choose are the things that I actually just kind of just mentioned. I would have loved to have them actually get Hokoda and Bato together because I feel like they had a nice dynamic. And you Mm -hmm. don't see either of them with women at all either. And they're always just next to each other. So Mm -hmm. they could have just held hands. I mean, when all of the men of the village go off sailing and they're together for a very long time... Things change. Exactly. Things, Things happen. happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one would have been like to see scenes, uh, like maybe just vignettes of like the other older couples, you know, yeah. having just having some a little bit of moments because like yeah, like I said, you Paku tells you that he's back with Kana, but like I would love to see like maybe them coming or seeing each other again, yeah. you know, like moments like that or you know Iroh and the, maybe have him settle down with a nice little lady, yeah, have a nice little tea shot moment with her. That's really that all I personally would change. Yeah. What, do you, how, what would you change? If I think I agree with, with that point that you made. I, I would have loved to have seen more moments of some of the older characters yeah. like Paku and, and the grandmother and like um, seeing Iroh. I mean, I just more oh, Iroh, Iroh is always good. Um, I, w- I would have loved to have seen those those older characters get a little bit of their mm-hmm. own romantic moments. I understand why they didn't, because yeah. we were kind of focusing on the younger characters, and obviously the target audience probably wasn't... Like, when I was a kid, I wouldn't have cared about that. No. But now, I totally would have. Yes. Um, and my second one would be, what I, what I mentioned before, is I just wish that the end of the series had not been the case. Yes. Um, but... It's okay. I, I still it's not like I, I, I stop watching before it no. happens or anything. I always watch it when I rewatch. It's it's fine. Yeah. Um but if I was behind the writer's desk, nah, 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 nah. that's what I'd be doing. Yeah. 
So I guess now, since we've kind of talked about all of the individual relationships and ships, I, I'd love to... You mentioned romance as a whole yes. in Avatar Last Year. I'd, I'd love to kind of share share some thoughts on how do you feel the series itself treated romance? How do you feel, like, did you like how it was portrayed? All, all that all that good stuff. What do you I... think? I am very passionate in my discussions of Ooh. romance and Avatar. It's it's well, here is I've, the place. <laughs> I've genuinely given like a little mini lecture on Ooh. romance in media using Avatar as an example. I love that. So I feel like Avatar: The Last Airbender is one of the few series that has genuinely done romance with like a big war story well mm. with the balance right because a lot of kids media that I've seen growing up and seen now mm-hmm. watching and flipping through channels yeah. They kind of put the war really on a back burner to focus on this romance. Uh, which... Hunger Games made me oh, so mad. Yes, so mad. You have things to worry about. Katniss, stop it. <laughs> and like, Avatar had like a, a couple moments, but a they were few and far between. And b even within those moments, like we talked about a little bit, like where they're about to go, Katara and Aang are about to have this like invasion, and they're having this moment. Yeah, you still see in the background everyone doing things. Like it's yeah. never forgotten in the way that a lot of shows do it. And there's also, like, I, I'm pretty sure Katara straight up is like, are we doing this now? Yes. And it's like, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Katara. They have this sort of, like, self-knowledge mm. and, like, self-awareness yeah. of these moments that I appreciate. As well, like, Avatar as a whole, I feel like really portrayed the, you mentioned this earlier, like, the childish aspects yeah. of childhood romance. Like, yeah. they, they did well with that. They never made, like, the male characters be overly creepy with women that they liked. Yeah. They had a lot of respect for the other women, which I appreciated. Mm -hmm. Um, The flirting was real. It wasn't... It was awkward at times. (laughs) Yeah. It was awkward most (laughs) of the time. Most of the time it was awkward. (laughs) But that's how it is when you're, like, 13, 14, and you're trying to flirt with someone in middle school or as a freaking high school freshman, you know? Like, you're figuring yourself out. They're figuring themselves out. You don't know what to do. No, you're just trying. Not all of us can be Jin. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I just, the way that they also, like, showed, specifically Katang, I use that as an example a lot when talking about slow burn romance in Mm. media. Like, they didn't go from just being friends to kissing, right? A lot of people just do that kind of jump. You see, like, you see, like, the trend of blushes between Katara and Aang kind of start, you start with Aang having the most, and then Katara starts to catch up, and they start to have kind of, like, this equilibrium of both understanding that they're liking each other but just realizing that now perhaps isn't the best time or they're just kind of not ready to go for the plunge yeah and when they eventually kiss i do appreciate you know i don't like that they ended with it yeah they started the kiss with a hug yeah instead of just going for a little peck you know and i, I love that for them i just they really showed the importance of building a relationship instead yeah. of just becoming romantic and yeah. i love the way they did that um, and even the characters like Sokka and Suki who got, or Sokka and Yue, who got into a relationship almost immediately, like we've kind of discussed, they showed arguments. They didn't just sort yeah. of be like, they're teenagers and in love and everything's great. Yeah. They showed, you know, that arguments are okay as long as you solve it and have a calm discussion. Yeah. And I will make the, I guess, Please. the argument for um, Sokka and his two relationships. With Sokka and Yue, there was definitely kind of like a, a, a time pressure yes. there because she was about to get married. So the fact that they became so romantic so quickly makes a lot of sense yes and with Sokka and Suki I would say uh even though it definitely like did develop into an actual relationship later it it started a lot more as like Suki was just kind of forward she just she was like I I like you I'm gonna kiss you on the cheek anyway 
Um, but it was definitely more like flirty. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think uh, it, it was done really well in that way. I would also agree. I feel like um, one of one of the the gripes that I had with Cora was the yes. fact that I, I think they they did they made the mistake of having the focus be on the romance, even though there was like shit going on that we needed to I'll never forget the first time that I because I actually started watching Cora and then I had to stop because I, I just kind of couldn't finish the first season and then I tried yes. again and that was the time I tried again I ended up watching everything because um, it was all out by then um, but when I got to the episode about Cora and uh, Mako and Volin and just the whole like oh my god I have a crush and now it's like a thing I was so mad <laughs> I was yes. so I was like, are you kidding me? You've gotta be kidding me. God damn it. I wanna learn more about Pro Bending. I know. That's cool. Um, but focusing, of course, on yes. after last year, but there, I I I agree. I think they they not only balanced the the yes. romantic aspect, they made it seem very real, I yes. feel like. It, it felt like when it happened, it wasn't forced, it wasn't shoehorned in no. there. It it was happening because it was because yes. they were kids and teens exploring their feelings and having crushes as they often do yeah i i personally i i would love to hear this yeah. lecture that you've had one day please sit of me down because i i i'm a big <laughs> fan of of this series and the way that it portrays romance i go in depth about uh romance being ingrained within the plot versus like being an additive versus like um taking away from the plot as well ah. which is another thing that avatar did very well i am always having the romance kind of add to it instead of being a detractor that's what's the point detractor ah. um yeah i i'll do that happily <laughs> <laughs> um any any final thoughts that you have that you want to share about um either ships romance and avatar um, what what else for anyone listening who hasn't rewatched it or has never watched it, go give it a rewatch. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's 10 out of 10. You, you just, you gotta. Yeah. It's what perhaps, this isn't necessarily focused on the romantic as a whole, but just Avatar The Last Airbender is, in my opinion, one of the best shows I think ever created mm-hmm. as a media, not even just a child's media, I think just media as a whole. It it's is bold, one of the best. But I agree. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's another dissertation that I have. Oh, is why it please. is the best media. <laughs> I can't wait to read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I feel like obviously we're focusing on the the romantic aspect, yes. um, which I think is is done really well. But as a series itself, it's God, it's just so good. It's you you really it's one of the few series in my opinion that genuinely shows what war is, and yeah. in a way that's palatable for children, easily understood. And it even displays propaganda, which yeah. is something that you don't see in kids' media. Yeah. Is this understanding of how that works, and it's just even showing how relationships can form despite barriers, showing the impact of not even just, like, war as in battles. Because, like, you get sh- movies like Mulan that shows you, oh, you know, you go to a battlefield, you fight. Yeah. But, like, with Avatar, it also shows you pollution. It shows, like, the other lasting impacts of a long war, like yeah. famine. And it's, like I said, it's just one of the few series that I feel like does the job it's set out to do. Mm. Well said. Thank you. Well, I think that's all, folks. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like we've said all that we can say. Um, of course, if, if we think of anything else, we'll let y'all know. Um, and I would also love to know if there are any um, ships or relationships that we didn't talk about that you feel passionate about. Please 
uh, leave us a comment, send us an email. Um, I would love to, love to, love to hear about it. Or if you disagree and you think we got everything wrong, please tell us. I would love to, <laughs> I'd love to know what your dissertation is yes. on Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, but yeah. Uh, once again, I want to say thank you so much, Ro, for coming on here, for yes. talking with me, to talking to all of them, sharing yes. your thoughts and your 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 thinks and your words. Oh my god! Thank you for having me. Thank <laughs> you for course. listening to us. Obviously, you know. Yeah, she'll be back. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've got plenty of other things to talk about. You're not getting rid of me yet, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, is there any, anything or anyone you would like to shout out, you'd like to, to give a little bit of, a little bit of traction to? Shout out to Avatar Last Airbender. Yeah. Uh, shout out, you know what? Shout out to the band Ghost, because I've been really into them lately, and they're a masked man that I, they're masked men that I appreciate, some masked women that I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, if you want to find me, we'll tag my art Instagram yes. below. Please do follow Ro on, on all of the things, uh, we'll, we'll tag her, her things so follow them you want to yeah I, I don't remember the handles because I just changed I just rebranded guys be proud of me that's okay <laughs> well they'll be there in clickable form so you can you can easy follow um yeah it, it was a pleasure having you on you I hope to have you back soon as always thank you so much for listening thank you for tuning in uh, I know uh, if you are a frequent listener, it's we've had a little bit of a break, so thank you so much for coming back. And if you are just finding me for the first time, hi, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. Love to have you. Please stay as long as you'd like. Um, I've got a, I've got a guest room. Um, you're welcome to anything in the fridge. Um, just like uh, I will ask. I've got like this face wash that it's really nice. So like please, if you if you're gonna use it, just like ask first. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll leave a nice blanket on the couch for you when I come visit. Yeah, I've got lots of pillows, don't you worry. Um, and, and remember to park in the guest yes. spot so you don't want your car to get towed. Yeah. I feel bad about that. Yeah. Honestly, it's the worst. <sighs> but yes, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Hope to have you around next time. Love you. Mwah. Get home safe. Sleep well. Sleep well. Text you. Leave a comment when you get home. <laughs> if you're driving right now, leave a comment when you get safely to your location. <laughs> <laughs>